Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage is a podcast hosted by Meg and Phil Kearns, discussing all of life's ups and downs as they pertain to relationships, parenting, and life in general. ASMR by LMBC Pod. Stop it. A new revenue stream because we don't make enough money from this podcast anyways. <laughs> we don't make any money. Let's hope to God we're recording. We're idiots. <laughs> no, we're musical idiots. Which is funny because I don't think there's a musical bone in your body. Still idiots. <laughs> no, that's why I'm selling that guitar over there. <laughs> Welcome to Life, Marriage, and a Baby Carriage. I am Meg. I'm Phil. And we're back. Still married. Still married and seemingly in pretty good moods for today, which is crazy because all of our children are hacking. They're all not hacking. And it's daylight savings, so we lost an hour of sleep. Yes. Knox is the sickest of the kids right now. Yeah. Because he's the newly the newest sick version Mm -hmm. of us of us right now. Mm -hmm. And he was up four times. At least. At least four. We were up at least four. Both uh, of us. My watch says that I got four hours of sleep last night. I almost made it to five, apparently. There you go. We usually do a lot of work on Saturday nights because we try to take Sundays as an easy day. So we're not like, so Sundays are mostly family day, but neither one of us really were feeling it last night, I think. And we, I guess, what is net? Is Netflix and chill sexual? Yes. You okay, can't say Netflix so we, and chill. We didn't Netflix and chill because we Hulued. <laughs> was it Hulu? It was Hulu. It we was were watching Hulu? like two seasons behind of MasterChef. Yeah, so we just finished the binge on MasterChef. Oh, we... we're not finished. I just said we are two seasons behind. Okay, we finished the binge of the season that we started. We did. Last night and then quote unquote chilled, meaning we went to bed. <laughs> we did to go to sleep. sleep. We did go to sleep. Early because we knew that we were going to be screwed for lack of a better word, mm-hmm. on tonight. Daylight savings. And we actually, even... I said that wrong. It's daylight saving. There is no s. Let's just do that as a PSA right now. It is daylight saving time, not daylight savings time. Whatever. We it's even not a whatever. This is a very important Whatever's. announcement. Whatever. Stop. <laughs> is Don't... that like somebody saying it's mines? That's mines. Stop putting S's on the end of everything. I. I don't. People do. You just peoples do? <laughs> I didn't peoples. I said people do. <laughs> anyways, we even, we even Any, didn't. Anyways. Anyway, we even, this this daylight saving time. There, I didn't do the, didn't do the S. Thank you. I did the S last time. It was me. Anyway, the daylight saving time. We usually screw ourselves and forget because our children will not stay in their rooms. We are not authoritative enough i guess because they won't stay in our in their rooms unless they have a visual cue that tells them when it's okay to come out so we have these alarm clocks that turn green we've talked about them before the the okay to wake clock so they they're awake well before these things turn green but they will stay in their room for the most part we're working on our daughter now she's become a quite a little hellion she just likes to party. She likes to be up she late is, at night. She likes to be up early in the morning. She's like a party animal. We even, after forgetting and letting them go to bed without fixing it, we... Crept in. Cr- 
crept in and changed it so it would actually be 7:30 instead of like 6:30 when we lost the hour. So we didn't lose so we didn't lose 2 hours, we just lost our 1 hour as parents of sleep. And it didn't matter because the baby was sick and having a hard night and Yeah, it's just I think I posted on Instagram today in my story and I said, "Welcome to daylight saving time. It's the day we're all parents." Did you have an S in there. I did not. I I checked it. Uh, I said, welcome to daylight saving time when all parents of small children like reconsider their idea, their decision to have children and and extend their families. (laughs) And then it says, and then they wonder, will they ever sleep again? The answer is no. Just so no. The answer is no. I mean, if I ever did become president or congressman or senator or something, (laughs) getting rid of this stupid thing. I don't think you can. I, I don't care. I would advocate for it. Hard. That would that would be your platform, like that's the one like thing. That's like the hill I'd probably try and die on. It wouldn't be like, like gun control. It wouldn't be like abortion rights. It wouldn't be like taxes or, no. or your platform that you're running on. Is get rid of this dumb daylight savings time, saving time, or get rid of <laughs> like whatever. If we stay at da- if we stay now because it's it's we're in daylight saving time for three quarters of the year no we're not it's a, isn't it six months six months it it's november be. it's like november and march I think, no but i think they extended daylight saving a couple weeks on either end so i think we're in daylight saving time more than we're in standard time could be wrong i may have made that up but i feel like pretty sure it's six months i feel like not that long ago they extended out how long oh i would we not stay in daylight saving time i would not have done that I've either way i i think it's dumb and I think every parent in America would vote for me because it's <laughs> like every parent has experienced this. Right. It's terrible. Right. Started a vlog today. You did start a vlog today, which is kind of the topic I want to talk about. Not, Not vlogging uh, per se. What us as elder millennials. I think I've used that word more than. More today than ever in your ever whole life. In my whole life. No. What I want to talk about is where do we find the time? You've kind of touched on it a little bit. Where do we find the time to do our, quote, side hustles and things like that when we have kids at home? Because there are so many people who either have full-time jobs and have kids and still or and or have kids and they still want to have their own like thing on the side that they eventually maybe want to turn into like their main hustle. So it maybe it's an MLM, maybe it's uh, their own business, maybe it's like bookkeeping, maybe it's selling stuff. Like there's just so many people who are trying to have their own little piece of something that they want to carve out. But when you have a full-time job, when you have kids, when you have responsibilities and you have other things you have to do, like finding the time to do that is insane. The book I'm reading right now, which is The Girl Stop Apologizing, I'm very early into it. But she's made some really good points just about how, like everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. Everybody will tell you that. You have the same 24 hours in a day, but it's how you use it. So is it, do we get up earlier? Do we stay up later? Do we... Like, yes, <laughs> both. but that's the thing. Like you can't, you talked about it last week. You can't always run like that. You can't run seven days a week that way. No, but you pick your battles. You pick what's important to you. But how do you pick? Your children are always important to you. So you're always going to pick them. But at the same time, when we have a weekend and we want to get some work done, we can't just ship our kids off. somewhere. I mean, I'm sure we could ask somebody, but we don't just ship our kids off somewhere. We have no, to find a way to do both. The notion that something doesn't suffer to take care of something else is completely wrong anyways. What, what, what like, do you mean? For us, it's okay. It it ends up working out because usually like one of us can do work while the other one is taking care of the kids 
so to speak. I mean, I think we do a decent job of being pretty loose when we're trying to work and the kids are asking for attention. But I do think, like, we could do better at times. I, but, like, right now, it's the weather's crappy, so you can't really go outside. And, and like, when the, when the kids have an event or something, like, the side hustle and regular work just kind of, like, fall to the wayside. Like, when Addie had her little recital thing, there was no thinking about, you know, I really want to get this eBay stuff done, but... But I have to go to the recital. No, no, we wanted like, to go to the recital. Let's go to the recital, and then the the eBay stuff will just get done. Right, right. I think I've started, and I think we've also talked about this a little bit before, that I like things to be scheduled. I like to schedule things. Yeah, but we don't do a good job of doing that. Wrong. We don't do a good job. I have, I think I have two, maybe three. I have my online calendar because that I can share with you as well as has everything on it for both my business and the place that I work. And then I have my Aaron Condren planner that I go through nightly just to kind of like keep up with what's going on as an overview. But I also have this new little planner that somebody sent me, which I'm excited about. Her name is Nancy. Nancy sent it to me. And it's like a bullet journal planner. So I've actually been able to go through and like block out for the week. So it'll say like, wake up. So like I have a line where I'm supposed to wake up in the morning. I have a, a chunk of where preschool is. I have a chunk for like my time with the kids in the morning. And then I have a chunk for this is lunch and playtime. And then I have a chunk for nap and quiet time, which is also my work time. And then I have a chunk that's like the end of the work day and dinner and family time, which is basically, I think I did it in red because it's that important because I have to like, and I think I've actually been doing a good job over the last week or so, at least two weeks maybe of not being on the computer when you guys are home. I don't think I've actually been on the computer since we moved my office down here during nighttime until after the kids have gone to bed, unless it was something crazy that went on. But I don't think actually anything crazy has gone on. So I actually blocked out that time. Well, when when Amy was traveling. Yeah, and that helps. Do. From five to seven, it just says dinner and family, which means like that's our time just as the five of us to do what we need to do. It might be going out for dinner. It might, and like I've been saying no to different things where no, I'm sorry, I can't do something at that time or... I'll take care of it after the kids go to bed or after dinner. Like I've been able to actually say that a little bit more, which I was afraid to say before because I didn't want to make somebody upset. But I think I'm trying to do that better because then right after that from seven to eight is kids bedtime. So that's our bedtime routine, which would include baths, pajama time, songs, you know, putting the baby to bed so that hopefully by eight o'clock we're ready to like sit down and do whatever work we need to do. And then right. I tried to do a 10 o'clock bedtime. I tried. And I just can't, like, 8 to 9.30 is not enough time for me to get stuff done, which I figured out middle of last week. So instead, I backed it up and said I would start going, like, start my bedtime routine because I'm now a woman who has to wear nighttime face cream and eye serum. That's a different podcast. <laughs> but I have to work that, that in. That should be one that you do with your new friend. With my new friend, yes. When she listens to this, she'll know that I'm talking about her. But I have to add that in now. Like before it was just like wash base, go to bed. Now I have to like add different things and I have to like actually make sure I take my vitamins. I have to do like a nighttime routine. And now that I'm eating better, I'm finding I'm sleeping better, but that means I have to turn my phone off at, you know, 930. I can't be on my phone unless I'm listening to, like I do a meditation before I go to bed. I turn the phone off and don't look at the screen anymore. I read part of a book. Like I have so many things that I want to do right now that I have to go back and actually schedule them into that time. So I had to back up my bedtime so that my bedtime is a, if I am eyes closed by 11, I consider that a success. 
you're a lady that has to I'm take a, care of herself more yeah, I, than and you I, had to in your 20s. Well, that and then the fact that I told you this year was the year that I was going to focus on self-care. And part of that self-care is my mental, mental my mental well-being. Your mental well-being. Oh, Lord. My like mental. I told you, something always has to suffer in order to get the things that you want done, done. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that my brain power is not it. So I have made a concerted effort. And I guess the thing that has to suffer is an earlier bedtime. And since I'm still getting right, up I mean, during the night. Sleep. Yeah, but I'm still getting better and more sleep when I have this routine put in place so that I can do things. Yeah. Now, my goal is to eventually get to a place where A, the baby is sleeping through the night or more through the night, and B, that I can actually get up at 5 a.m. and be productive. Because I can't. <laughs> I know. When have you ever woken up at 5 a.m. when we weren't going to the, like, the beach? Before I had Knox. Actually, I was up every day. At, I don't think it was five. I think it was at six. I was up every day at six and I was doing morning pages and I was doing like that right. kind of stuff. But I also wasn't up during the night. And I miss that. I miss being able to do morning pages. I miss being able to set my day out. I miss being able to get started on stuff right. versus just a shower. I do shower every day in the morning, which I think is probably a good feat for somebody who stays home with three kids. But I I would much rather be able to do some other things in the morning that were productive that I didn't have to do later on. Like, if I want to write this book that I've been talking about, I have to get up and actually write it. Like, I'm, there's no other time during my week that I can put time in to write a book. I ha- right. I'm going to have to do it in the morning. But right now, I can't get my butt up because I'm up. I mean, at- I was doing a really good job of getting up at 5 for a while. Last week, not so much. It was maybe like 5.30. Yeah. You also that, weren't feeling great last week. That extra 30 minutes of sleep was really helpful. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's just sleep. For me, it's just sleep. Like sleep sacrifices, I I I feel a little bit guilty. Like we don't do enough on the weekends with the kids, but they don't like. I think that's just me, my guilt. What is it that you want to do on the weekends? Not I don't know. I just I just feel like when I put in a little bit of work while they're awake, like when we're in our basement today. So if you watch the vlog, you'll see <laughs> the time lapse. But we're in our basement, which is half of it set up for our businesses and the other half is set up for the kids to play be down here while you can work when i'm gone which is nice during the week because i can actually so do now you things. can actually get some work done maybe like i don't know when i when i'm like letting them just play down here or whatever and i'm trying to get some work done like sometimes i'm guilty of like allowing it to bother me when they're being kids i was gonna say i think we're a little bit quicker to anger when or be trying to get work or be frustrated because we're trying to focus our attention on something and they're being children where we need to focus our attention on them and making sure that they're like you know not hitting each other blah blah blah. but i know that's part of them being siblings it's just hard to find that correct juxtaposition of the two responsibilities and so the net result of that ends up being frustration right and that sucks because I hate being I hate being frustrated with them to the point that like that's that's another thing that I really want to work on, which is part of the reason I started the whole meditation thing. I started with the patience meditation. I don't think I told you that. Mm-hmm. I started with the patience meditation because I was like, I have got to find more patience during the day because when the baby's crying and Addie has to go to the bathroom and Ryder's yelling about snack and I'm getting e- pinged for email, like all of it at once, I just I don't know how to handle it. And so I find frustration there. And that's that's nobody's fault. They're all in their own worlds as they should be because they're children. But I'm allowing it to affect me in an emotional way. And then I'm responding emotionally, which as a human, that's normal. But I need to have a better handle on that and not be frustrated. Right. Like you said, you're human. 
So I don't think what you're going through is something that all other mothers have never gone through before. I mean, maybe not all other mothers are running a business, like a six-figure business, and and keeping down a job with an with like an actual job and household. But there are plenty of others that are doing that and doing more. that and more. And I mean, where do we get the time? I mean, like I said, things are always going to be sacrificed in order to do it so like soon because riders getting to that age we're like organized sports or if it's not sport an organized activity is a good idea or just like friends birthday parties are coming up i mean kids going to kindergarten so there's going to be plenty of things to do so you know the businesses will start to start to suffer on the weekends but that then open morning but then that opens up like time during the week because he'll be at school and so that's only two children here while he's at school all day for you yeah exactly and that's what i'm saying because uh, from the standpoint that i'm looking at it he's he will be in school for six or seven hours a day she will be in school three days a week for a couple hours and then it'll just be me and the baby and at some point like he's still gonna be taking a nap come september so i mean everything's everything's gonna always be changing it's always gonna change so once i get into a routine which is why i don't plan pro tip don't plan more than a week in advance in your planner like in my paper planner i actually don't i do the plan for that week at the beginning like on a sunday or a saturday because it's going to change so much anyways so i can't i literally can't put things in until that week comes up this will bring us back to our new year resolution one this is why this is why i just like try and set mini goals every week like like on uh for the reselling i want to do like i would like to do 70 listings a week which is 10 a day which is doable and if i get that then i'm happy if i don't then i'm like well what happened maybe was i just being lazy did we have like something going on right most of the time it was just like i needed to be lazy this week like I lost a day because I lost a night because like my body just said you need sleep <laughs> or one of the kids needed to be up five times in the middle of the night or whatever like right I don't like try and beat myself up over it but if I was like I want to do x amount of dollars every month then the likelihood of me hitting that would be low probably or if I did hit it it would mean that I'm sacrificing a lot more around here i I think think your goals and my goals are different just in like what they are does that make sense because your goals like yours are very based on what you do like do you do your 10 listings every day do you not do your 10 listings every day it's either a yes or no you know what i mean whereas my goals are did i write a book did i not write a book like that can't happen in a day or a week it's going to take a couple months to do and so my my daily or my weekly goals can be oh i want to hit this word count every week or this word count every day so that's something that i have to build in but i can't say like oh i didn't make it this week so i'm not going to do it you know what i mean yeah i mean for me it's better to do it this way because like if i if i do it by the week like 70 that's 10 a day right but if but like uh what day did we go out to eat thursday thursday like thursday i did one in the morning because I didn't give myself a whole lot of time in the morning. So I got one done in the morning. So I did it. Right. So then, you know, Friday I'm looking at like what I've done. And I'm like, all right, if I want to hit my 70, then I really need to start cranking them out. Because I can still get to my goal. So then I don't have to feel like a dirt bag 
in but my did, own mind. Like nobody, nobody's gonna be like, "Oh, you didn't make it," except for me. Right. But at least seventy is still obtainable. So I can like like yesterday I did like seventeen listings, right. which means today if I do ten, I'll make my seventy. Nice. But I'm also not gonna like beat myself up if I don't do the ten. And I so. think that goes back to something that people talk about a lot with Gretchen Rubin. Do you know who Gretchen Rubin is? No. She is an author. Um, and she actually wrote a book called The Four Tendencies, and it's basically about how you exist. Did you say the whore or the four? Four. It sounded like whore. No, the Sorry. four tendencies. Well, that's why I asked. Okay, no. The four tendencies, and it's basically about how you exist in the world. Like, are you a questioner? Are you a rebel? Are you an obliger? Like, that. there's four different ones, and you kind of take this test that tells You're you. You're an obliger. 100%. I don't like you. <laughs> You're 100% <laughs> your obliger. That was not nice because you've never read the book or heard about her. But yes, I am an obliger. Thank you very much. I would probably be a obliger or a questioner. Yes. And it depends on how you're motivated. Like I am motivated by outside things. So when somebody says you need to do this, I will do it, which is why I don't have a book written because I'm the one who has put it on there. So if it's something that I say I want to do, I'm really not going to do it. Or I don't, I'm going to push it to the back because right. it's not going to be a priority. I question things a lot, so I would, I would and it's lean not just more towards um, be a questioner. But I think I you need to take do... the test. I think you need to take the test because you might be because there's another one: questioner, obliger. I am an obliger. I'm going to be mad if I'm an obliger, but I question things. I'm not taking the test right You're now. Not, I just want to see what the four of them are. Chill. It says, "How do you respond to expectations? Outer expectations versus inner expectations, uh, which determine the tendency: ah, the upholder, questioner, obliger, or rebel." rebel. Ooh, I might be an upholder because I'm a real stickler for rules. I don't. I'm telling you, you have to. T you have to take it. So upholders, take it. listen. Upholders want to know what should be done. Questioners want justifications, like why should you be doing it. Obligers need accountability. So I need somebody else to be like, this needs to be done. And then rebels want the freedom to do things their own way, however they want to do it. Like they don't want somebody to tell them how to do it. I they don't say want. Say that I'm not a rebel, <laughs> but I would also say that I could probably be either three of the other ones because i do all of those things for you and your business but for <laughs> myself i'm probably more of an obliger but it's like for you what it is like for right. so for as an obliger i need like i am not motivated i am motivated internally whereas i give myself guilt if i don't do things that i feel i want to do but i put them as as bottom of the totem pole stuff yes because you don't promote your own stuff i get that get off me i'm trying no, to say no i'm going to actually say we should put this out there you wanted you you are the social media person. I know that. You should uh have the audience put out there what they are. they should they we should put out the link to the test and everybody should We will. Put, yeah, no, that's everybody fine. Everybody should respond back with what they are. Yeah, I'll tweet I will I will tweet the link, take the test. I will test. take it tonight and put out there what I am. Yeah, it is a it is a four tendencies. I think it's a free quiz or what I really want you to do it right now. Right now? Right now. <sighs> How it many questions is it? Like ninety seven. What? It's not 97. Just take the damn quiz. Drum roll, please. Your tendency? You're a questioner. questioner. You're a questioner. Okay. That tells me a lot. Okay. Let's see. According to your answers, your dominant tendency is questioner. I do what I think is best according to my judgment. If it doesn't make sense, I won't do it. That's you. I am an obliger, which says I do what I have to do. I don't want to let others down, but I may let myself down. Oh, wow. 
I don't know that I've read that before. So for you, I do what I think is best according to my judgment. If it doesn't make sense, I won't do it. That's a questioner. So they resist outer expectations and they meet inner expectations, which makes sense for you. Sometimes. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to do what you think is right the way you think it's right. Yeah. Yeah. So for an obliger, I do what I have to do. I don't want to let others down, but I may let myself down. 100%. Which you. says I meet outer expectations, but I resist inner expectations. Part of the reason I resist inner expectations is that I set very high goals for myself. And I know that if I just don't try, I won't fail, which it says a lot. But at the same time, I also have very big goals that I want to meet for myself. But I do put them on the back burner because I feel that other people's expectations are more important, which is a flaw in my thinking. Truth? Right. Yeah. Right. And also because you always go for the safety net. I do. I do. I have, And a lot of that is just because I don't want to let other people down. The upholder, I do what others expect of me and what I expect for myself. That is not me. And then the rebel, I do what I want in my own way. If you try to make me do something, even if I try to make myself do something, I'm less likely to do it. I'd say 100%. That's not either one of us. No, no. But I'd I definitely am an obliger. I would, I would say, I mean, I have, obviously I answered the questions as to result in me becoming a questioner. But I would say that I would, I feel like personally I'm either a questioner or an upholder. Because especially at like work, especially at my like regular job, I feel like very much that i need to do certain things because of because the outcomes can affect too many people right questioners question all expectations and they respond to an expectation only if they conclude that it makes sense in essence they meet only inner expectations they're motivated by reason logic and fairness they wake up and think what needs to get done today and why i'll agree with that they i will do things that i feel like don't make sense but i don't like doing it like it really makes me mad. Right. They decide for themselves whether a course of action is a good idea and they resist doing anything that seems to lack purpose. 100%. 100%. If you could be more than 100%, that is, my friend, that is you to a T. That was why I don't cut the grass here anymore. Oh my gosh, look. Because questioners want to make well-considered decisions and come to their own conclusions, they tend to be intellectually engaged and they're often willing to do exhaustive research. 100%. You do so okay, much. Okay, so I'm a questioner. We can move on now. <laughs> we Thank can't, you. We can't move on because there's so much more to unpack. But I think it's interesting because the questioner and the obliger are on opposite sides of the scale as far as, like if you're looking at it for as a, you know, with four right. points, the questioner is on the left, the upholder is at the top, the obliger is on the right, and the rebel is on the bottom. So there is no I'm place. On the left. It's That's just... a driver's seat. Oh, God. It's a good thing I drive most of the time. Anyways, there is no <laughs> place in this chart where the questioner and the obliger intersect. Like the Probably question... why we do well together. Probably, but that's that says a lot. So anyway, we were talking about basically how this you... Is probably why you don't want me to send the... Ah, I know. Or other things. I know. Because I that has something to do with something else completely with my personality and yours. So is a questioner usually perceived as an a-hole? I don't think so, but I think they are uh, probably considered somewhat stubborn because they do what they want to do, what they think is right, versus what somebody else may consider to be appropriate. Do you think I got this honest? What? Do you think I became a questioner from... On it, like got it honestly. I don't, I don't know that it's genetic. Parents, I don't know that it's genetic. I think my dad would, I think my dad would be a questioner. Mm. 
I don't know. He might be a re- he might be a rebel. I think though, he'd too. be an upholder. He does yeah, what that other would be the cop thing. But he does what others expect as well as doing what he expects. Yeah, that's true. That is Joe. Yes. I think that's a cop thing. It might be. Who knows? And and I'm sure all officers are different. They're not all going to be upholders. No, I mean all people are different. Yeah. I don't know. I I just think that this is a very like this could be a two hour long podcast, which we're not going to let happen, but. This says a lot about who you and I are as people when it comes to both working together in a relationship as well as in our own businesses. Yeah, I because, question everything. Yeah, but with my business, I am more, I will put more time and effort into something that needs to be done for someone else, for a client, for something like that, versus something that's just going to benefit, quote, benefit me. So if it means me going out and finding more clients, which will benefit me as a person and a business right. owner, I'm going to do that less than I am going this to create new content. Argue. It this is. This is why we argue and you get so mad at it me is. about your business because you want, you say that you want all of these things, but you you don't do them for yourself. I don't. And you know, but you do them so well for everybody else. That was a very nice thing to say. But I, I but will do it for somebody else. do it very well for other people. Well enough that people pay you lots of money to do it. <laughs> but you won't. You just won't do it for yourself. Right. And I that's something that I do need to work on getting over, which goes back to like blocking out my time so that I can take the time to have those conversations and those thoughts and like work through that with myself so I can get to a place where I'm like, no, this is the time that I have taken for me and for my business and for what needs to happen in the world of Meg versus the world that Meg works in. Right. See, for me, it's just like, I need to go to work. I need to get, I need to do work things. Like when I'm at work, it's work. Mm-hmm. And then I come home and I try and do family. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I don't, I don't think I really get on the computer. Like Not when right. I first started, I would maybe ship a package if I got home early enough. No, you do it all before and after kid time yeah. and work. So it's just for me, it's sleep. Mm-hmm. And for me, I sacrifice the things that I want to do. And I have to, the reason that I wake up at five or five thirty to do it is because I'm more likely to do it because at night I start to get tired, like I'll start to get tired or I'll let something that happened during the day have too much of an effect on me more easily get distracted right. to, and start like going down a YouTube rabbit hole or something like that. Right. No. So that's why that's for me, that's a hundred percent why I'm waking up earlier. Right, because that's but that's where you found those chunks of time that you're going to be most productive. You know you're not going to be most productive at night, so you don't right. focus most of your energy there. Whereas me, I am very productive after the kids go to bed because I'm like, oh, this is like, this your is what time. I have, and this especially is... since I have the space downstairs now near you, like you're working, right. I'm working, like I am on it because I know I have a limited amount of time. I do wonder if I were to get up in the morning and do some more of those creative things versus just the worky things, if that would bode well for me. So hopefully I'll get to a point that that can happen. But right now. As soon as Knox starts sleeping through the night and we have three kids sleeping through the night, then maybe. But like. Do you think I'm putting too much on myself to want to do that now? Probably. You're putting too much. But I want it. I think you're putting too much on yourself just in general. Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily want to talk about this because like, I don't want to piss you off, but you are in control of this edit. (laughs) Please let me know what you're thinking. Like. And just watch my face. (laughs) You have done well on your lifestyle change, diet, whatever. Mm -hmm. You've done well. And you have lost weight every every week. Yes. You have lost weight every week. It's been five. We're on week five. You were were losing at a 
fast pace at the very beginning. And we thought, we both thought that you would make your first goal, which was going to give you, this is all self-induced goals and rewards. Treats. Right. So you thought that you were going to hit your reward last week. On Monday. I thought uh, I was going to hit my reward Monday. On Monday, and you didn't, but you still lost. Right. And you were so bent. I was. You were so mad. And almost to the point where I felt like it was my fault. Because, because I'm not because uh, I'm not following the lifestyle as well as you are. But you but I'm not. But I know I know it wasn't my fault. Eating. But no. But you were so mad that it felt like I was semi responsible for you not making it. I'm sorry. But I didn't mean to make you, you feel were, that you way. You were just so angry. I'm just, that's thank you. I know you didn't, and I know that it was like it was in my head, not you. But you were so. You were really mad. I was. I was. The thing and, is, I was. But it's just like you putting too much on everything. Like you're you're nursing a baby, which is keeping you up at night. He's waking up in the middle of the night every night. Not that he has to. I think it's just. I think it's just habit, and we're not we're we're not working on breaking it because it's not worth it. Because you nurse him and he goes back to bed. And so like you nursing him for twenty, thirty minutes, whatever it takes is less time than it will take for us to break the habit right now so it's it's not it's like, a choice it's not worth the like the juice isn't worth the squeeze right now. right right you're nursing him which is going to make it harder for you to lose weight but you're doing well losing weight you're running your business you're running you're running somebody else's business in certain aspects you're running the household taking i mean you have to take all three of them out three times a week minimum for just preschool and on Fridays, you've got preschool, dance, and then pick up. Then we have to spend time together and do married things, too. Like, it's just, you put too much pressure on yourself in general, which is which is why you shut down in certain aspects of your life at times, too. Yeah, and part of that is because I just can't, like, I don't have the brain power to handle it. Right. So that is the something has to give. And sometimes the what has to give is that I just shut something down. I'm like, nope, not not doing that, not talking about that, not thinking about that. I just can't do it right now. Right. And that's sometimes to the detriment of like our communication or something that like you might, that might affect you. That might affect, you know, just the, right. the attitude of the like, day. Like, I've and that sucks. I've been long enough that I know. <laughs> like, I know. We all have our things. I mean, usually it's not me. No. Usually it's just... I mean, usually it's not me that caused it. Usually it's me that gets the shut down because I'm safe. Well, that and the fact that you're safe in, in the way that you're going to understand. Like, right. I can't shut off for the kids because they don't get they, like, no. they don't get that. I can't shut off for my job because, like, that I because provide a service. Manager. Well, that and the fact that I, I'm providing a service for somebody. Right. And if I don't provide that service, we don't get paid. And we need to get paid to be able to make it. Like, so you, blah, shut blah, down, blah. you shut down on me, like... Like just conversation, just like distant and yeah. conversation, and you shut down on doing the things that Meg wants to do for Meg. Yes, like hopefully growing her business, growing her social media followings, and all this right. stuff. But like, hopefully, like taking this time and making these choices in the new like scheduling that I've done is going to make that less apt to happen. Like you can't fire on all cylinders all the time, no. which is why, like yesterday, I didn't work yesterday. I, d- no, I didn't, didn't really I didn't work all. yesterday because I knew I needed the time. No, you vegged out on the TV, which is fine. And like, took care, like, besides no, taking care of no, kids. I mean, besides taking care of kids. No, but, but I mean, like, like during had, nap time. 
during nap time. How many episodes of MasterChef did you watch? Like all, all of them. Yeah, all of them. No, I watched a lot, but that's the thing. Like I don't, I don't do that very. I don't watch TV. We don't no, have we shows don't watch that we watch. TV. That's that's once in a blue moon I do that, and I did it yesterday because I knew I just had to take the time away from social media, take the time away from my email, right. take the time away from and I work. worked during the day. You did. I worked during the day and. And then we actually got to talk to each other at night yeah. <laughs> and finish watching the show. And I just didn't do anything at night because I had enough. Right. Like, I don't know. I just think that there, it it's... It all balances itself out eventually. It does. Not but everything... Maybe, maybe now that we took that test... We will understand each other better? You won't get so mad when, I, when I'm asking you what's the matter because I know that something's bothering you. Yeah. You're shutting something down. I'm just making sure that I didn't cause you to shut it down. Yeah. I'm a questioner. <laughs> no, I think it'll it'll help us to better understand one another, which is good. I appreciate you taking that for me. So if you all want to take the four tendencies quiz, I will put it in our Instagram and our Twitter, which are LMBC pod, so that you can take those and let us know what your results are and if that matches what you thought you were going to be. Yes? Sure. I look forward to seeing that. I, w- I want to know what y'all are thinking. I want to know what y'all are. Tell me what you are. So we will see you next week. Now that our children, um, I believe, are yelling at one another. Uh, we will have to go take care of them. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.